Report, and I'm your host, Maureen Aylward. Our topic is what's driving tourism in Gloucester. My guests are Jill Cahill, uh, the Community Development Director for the City of Gloucester, Elizabeth Carey, Executive Director of Discover Gloucester, Julie Cook, uh, North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau, Jenna Marrow, um, who is on the Tourism Commission for the City of Gloucester, and Laura Dow, who uh, owns the Vista Motel, but is also on the Discover Gloucester board. So thank you all for being on Cape Inn Report. We're in for a lively discussion, I, I believe. Um, let's get to it. Here we are at the height of tourism season on Cape Ann, right? And so one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is to give folks a behind-the-scenes peek as what's happening. Like, how do tourists find out about Gloucester and Cape Ann? How are they able to get here? How does the city and also these other groups connect the dots um, to make it a seamless experience for tourists? For tourists. So. Um, Elizabeth, I want to start with you, um, and I would like for you to define tourism for us. <laughs> um, define tourism. Yeah, well, you're doing the destination marketing organization Indeed. called Discover Gloucester, yeah. so define or define it for us, and also tell us about what Discover Gloucester does. So our mission um, as the DMO in Gloucester is to promote Gloucester and Cape Ann, but primarily Gloucester, as a premier visitor destination. Um, that is done by several different ways, telling stories, uh, going to trade shows, uh, hosting fam trips, uh, creating agendas, um, doing a lot of social media campaigns, uh, telling people how wonderful and fun Gloucester is. Um, and not only in the summertime, but a part of our uh, mission is to certainly extend the season and to make sure that people are aware of Gloucester's um, enchantment all year round. Wow, Gloucester enchanting. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that too. Um, so, to all of you, what what does what is tourism? How is tourism part of what you do? And um, you know, Julie, let's go to you from the North Shore. Uh, North of Boston. North of Boston. Convention and Visitors Convention Bureau. Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thank well, you. basically, what we do is we market all thirty-four cities and towns of Essex County, but um, we do it both to domestic and international visitors. And we are a private public organization in terms of we get some money from the Mass Office of Travel and Tourism, and we match that grant each year, dollar for dollar, with private investments. And so we reach out to leisure tour travelers, group tours, corporate weddings, special events, that sort of thing. And we work with all the different DMOs, the destination marketing organizations, and chambers of commerce to make that all happen. Uh, we do get grant funds each year, and we uh, last year we got six million, and we're hoping to get seven point two million. That we it's one of the third largest allocations from the state that we get. Um, so we're working on that. And uh, if you wanted to know the economic impact of I, that was my next question of, uh, of what's, what's tourism in Massachusetts, it's a twenty-two point nine billion dollar a year business. And it gener directly generates that, with 1.1 billion of that figure coming from Essex County. So big it's, business, great, yeah. big business. So Jill, um, you're the community development director for the city of Gloucester. How how do you see these development do dollars coming out of these these um, these dollars coming in the tourism dollars coming into the city? Sure. So part of my role and with my team 
and community development is the economic development department. So tourism, it is a very big sector of our economy right now. And it is our job to make sure that we work very closely with Discover Gloucester and the Tourism Commission to not only bring people to the city of Gloucester, but make sure once they're here, their experience is a fantastic one. Uh, and I think the city is doing a great job, and, and uh, we talked about this a little earlier, at finally working, rowing in the same direction because Gloucester's <laughs> ready to get our portion of that, what was it, 2.9 million in this area. So I think uh, it's really important for Gloucester to shine. Uh, it's an important part of what we do. It's an important part of how people make a living here in the city of Gloucester. So uh, we're really involved in this mayor and this administration. It is something that she understands and it's really important to her. So how does the Tourism Commission link up, Jen? Because you're a newly appointed member of that group. And how, how is that linking up with what the city is doing and what some of these other groups are doing? Okay, so the Tourism Commission comes in to support what Discover Gloucester is doing. So Discover Gloucester and MOT, Mass Office of Tra Travel and Tourism, they go out and they, they bid, they basically promote Cape Ann and the North Shore as a destination. Our role is when they get here to make sure that they have an experience that makes them return, right? So that's... We're the two entities, that's where the dots connect, is when you get them here, how are we going to make sure as a city that we've created an experience that makes them tell their friends? You know, repeat, repeat business is a big one. Right. Um, we want them to come back all the time. So it's, we, we talked a little bit about wayfinding and like what, what do we need to do as a city entity to make sure that all of the work that you have done delivers? What are you doing to make sure that it's delivered? Uh, so currently, so some of the things that we're doing, so the visitor center at Stageport Park is our primary visitor center for the summer, as well as the KPN Chamber of Commerce. And so some of the things that we've changed there, we are collecting data now. Um, we've installed iPads. We had, for many years, just used kind of a traditional visitor's book. So we're thrilled to have um, software now that is registering data from um, tourists as they come in to talk about their experience so we can really look at it. Where are people coming from? Mm. Uh, how long are they staying? Why, what are they here to see? So we're collecting that data and then we share that data with these groups to say, uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, this is where our, our destination marketing organization should put their energy because we hear people are coming from the Midwest. Uh, right. we, I was going to ask you for an example. So what, what, is that, what is that data showing? Do you have a, an example? That you well, so have? what we're learning right now, so this season are the tourism, the visitor numbers are up right now for the season. So we've learned that this year. Last year we learned when we looked back and we're looking at this year, uh, we certainly learned that we saw visitors from every state in the country and 14 other countries. So, but the majority of these visitors uh, really were drive driving distance. So yep. we shared that with Discover Gloucester and they, we, we made some changes. I sit on the board for Discover Gloucester and, and also the Tourism Commission. Mm -hmm. uh, so we use those in our board discussions about, okay, what marketing show should we be at? Yep. What travel show should we be at? And mm -hmm. I think it, that was um, definitely made some changes this mm -hmm. year based on that. And some of the other things that we hear is, are you here for a day? Are you here for more than a day? Uh, and where else are you going? And that's where we start to connect the dots mm -hmm. with the region. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's a really important step that we've made also is starting to realize that uh, they're not just coming to Gloucester. You can't go to Rockport without coming through Gloucester. We mm -hmm. can't, you know, we can't go to Essex without maybe having a lobster roll here. So we're realizing and taking the feedback that we hear um, 
from our from our visitors and really sharing that with all, the whole team because it takes this whole team to bring people here and make sure their experience is fantastic. I, I want to bring Laura into the conversation here. Um, so Laura, you own the Vista Motel. You're a business person. You're also on the board, so you're really vested in uh, a lot of this work because it um, brings dollars to you. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a story or, you know, give us a um, a viewpoint about what it's like being a business person um, who counts on the, those tourism dollars and and sort of you know give well, give light on what they're talking about on. Uh, what Jen just mentioned about repeat customers mm -hmm. and about uh, visitors to the to Gloucester being happy here. So I see firsthand with my guests uh, people exclaiming about how nice people are here. Um, they do struggle a bit with the streets and wayfinding, finding mm -hmm. the signs, and the streets are a little crazy, <laughs> not what they're used to in the Midwest with the grid streets mm -hmm. and all. But they very often comment on how nice people are here and I do see a lot of repeat business at the motel. Mm -hmm. So the people that are coming to Glosser that are here, that are causing our traffic and you know eating in our restaurants, they've been here before and they love it and they come back and they come back and they come mm -hmm. back, which is wonderful. And it creates a really nice dynamic as a business owner to have repeat business like that. Mm -hmm. It's a really nice feeling. And it's a nice feeling also uh, to know that the Tourism Commission and the Chamber and the DMO and the city are all in sync now. Mm -hmm. And we're working together, and we're not overlapping uh, efforts or dollars spent. Um, we're really working towards the same goals, yep. and that's a nice change. It wasn't always like that, so that's really a great place to be right mm -hmm. now. And you're also working in connection mm -hmm. with your fellow, um, you know, folks who do hotels. Exactly. And, yep. We we talk yep. to each other. We call each other. If one of us is filled, we'll try to send people, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to another place. And so we're talking, so we know. When someone comes in and, and we're full, uh, people at the front desk aren't saying, well, sorry. They're saying, let me call around. Or they've already mm -hmm. called around, and mm -hmm. so they know. And we all do that. It's a nice mm -hmm. working mm -hmm. relationship. And they call into the visitor center as well mm -hmm. every day to say they have um, availability. So it helps the volunteers at the visitor center to help the visitors as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. Pe because people show up and they don't have any place to stay. Mm -hmm. right? They it's they surprising that they do that, time. but they do it a well, they lot. Have such yeah. a good time, right? Exactly. They, so why don't we just stay overnight? Mm -hmm. um, Elizabeth, mm -hmm. I wanted to go back to you um, based on something that Jill had said about um, you know the data and the story and the sharing of it. And how, could you give me like a peek inside Discover Gloucester though? You get this information from Jill, you talk about it, and then how, what, what are you doing? Um, I know that you go to different conventions and such. Can okay. you talk about that? So um, the data collection is sort of a new initiative for us. Um, and with uh, the city doing theirs, we're all, we also have a survey on our website. Um, that's an initiative that we want to continue to grow and learn. Um, thanks to North of Boston CVB, they have the broad picture. Um, mm -hmm. But really, we would like to learn more about our visitors, why they're coming, how many are coming, how often they come, and where are they coming from. Mm -hmm. um, just... Um, to make note of some of the information that the data has collected, we used to go to trade shows in Boston and Gillette Stadium and Connecticut and Rhode Island. And after we learned that a lot of our visitors are coming from upstate New York, mm -hmm. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. DC, we switched it up last year and went to the New York Times travel show. And I will tell you the amount of people that stopped at our booth was amazing. And they were so eager to learn more about Gloucester and Cape Ann than we've ever seen in the last several years of mm -hmm. doing trade shows. So that kind of information it also helps to, to tell people that if you're 
audience is from New York, then that's where you buy your campaigns. That's where you, you, know, you spend your ad dollars. And mm -hmm. so the more we learn about the visitor, the, the better we can do as a DMO. Mm -hmm. How do you follow on that, Julie? Well, I would, I just, I'm reading my, my little notes here, but um, just one thing to note is that Gloucester, um, let me see how, it, how we word it. The top domestic economic impact in Essex County by city and town uh, is as follows. Gloucester with 100, uh, let's see if I can get this right, 111764767 dollars. This is the first time that Gloucester has generated more domestic expenditures in Salem. And they say that one of the- Imagine that. how happy that makes the mayor. The mayor's going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> we are down wait, number one. Wait, wait, <laughs> can we yeah. restate that? <laughs> well, they say one of the reasons is that we now have Beauport Hotel, which has more rooms. Mm -hmm. And again, if you can have places for people to stay, heads in beds, then, then they mm -hmm. tend to stick around and spend money. Mm -hmm. um, and Salem came in second with Peabody Danvers, which has some of the bigger uh, hotels, hotel, hotels yeah. mm -hmm. uh, followed by a few other places in there. But based on um, the, the data, most of them are coming from New England and the mid-Atlantic mid states, spending cash withdrawals that account for 84.7% of north of Boston's domestic spend. But, oh. so, but basically, all your efforts are... Working. Paying off. They're paying off. They're working. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. That's great. So let's talk about the tourism culture, the tourism um, industry uh, here in Gloucester and, um, and what that means to the city of Gloucester. I guess, Jill, like, just, you can kick it off and everybody can comment on that. Mm -hmm. you know, sure. uh, so one of the things that we're always trying to do in the city of Gloucester is start to take some of the tax burden off of our residents and, and grow our commercial tax base. And we have to look at all of the opportunities. Um, you know, we're, we're at the end of the line, so to speak. So we really have to keep our eyes open and be ready to um, be open for business for what people are doing. So tourism plays a really important role in that. And we're learning mm -hmm. um, more and more every year about this. And we're learning that not only do they come by car, but now we're learning they come by boat. That's a huge growing sector as well. So for us, we are we're working really hard to encourage uh, tourist business and support them, as we've been talking about with on the off season. Um, and then also balance that and sp share the message with our friends and neighbors that uh, while you're sitting in traffic for a few months and we understand and we respect that, we really want, we hope and encourage people to understand that the people who are making their living off of this industry are your friends and your neighbors and your relatives. So uh, we ask that people be patient and, and work with us because it's a really important part of our economic drivers. Mm -hmm. But it also means those nice restaurants are staying open right. year round because exactly. they can afford to because they do make enough money in the summer. So we have all these fabulous restaurants exactly. that right. stay open year round. And, and culture. Enjoy them. And art. And culture, yeah. Right. Exactly. And I will say as a parent of a teenager, it is so nice to know that like when she comes home in the summer, she will have a job at mm. one of 8,000 restaurants <laughs> right. to put some cash in her pocket Absolutely. and she goes back to school, and, which is how I grew up. You know, you, mm -hmm. I, I remember coming home in the summers and my friends being like, well, I don't understand why I don't stay in Burlington, Vermont in the summertime. I'm like, because I can make a fortune in Gloucester <laughs> <laughs> and work a little less hard when I'm actually hitting the books. Yeah. So, but that's one of the other things that, it, like this whole shoulder season concept, when I worked for Serenity moons ago, we kept looking at the numbers, and our tickets were much higher off-season. 
because what was happening is they were upstate New York folks that came to buy antiques and they were all drive time and they would spend days. It wasn't kids with like mm -hmm. families with sandy children, which we want them all in the summertime, but like that capitalizing on these people who are coming to buy artwork at Groupie's Studio on Rocky mm -hmm. Neck, mm -hmm. like we want those people to mm -hmm. come and stay longer. And if exactly. that means we have to play nicey-nice and work harder to have a four-day agenda that includes Essex antiquing, that's a really smart play. And I see that is happening a lot more mm -hmm. um, strategically and with a more robust community effort than mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. than it has in a long time. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a boon for us. Well, let's talk about the shoulder season or the off-season. Uh, you know... It, I know that we're busy up until Christmas sometimes, and you know the only month that seems to be free is February or light, right? <laughs> There's a reason for that. That's light. Um, but we seem to be busy almost year round. You know, with the with it getting a little lighter in the winter time. But um, you know, what are some thoughts about in increasing or, or the work that's being done to push uh, folks and tourists here so, during that shoulder I'll season? I'll say to you that the tourism. Films and movies are probably an enormous um, uh, mm -hmm. uh, energy driving mechanism. Do you mean um, films that films are that films that are produced filmed that are produced here locally? Okay. Um, I go as I say, I go to these trade shows and talk to a lot of travelers, and it's still the perfect storm, and it's Wicked Tuna, and it's mm -hmm. um, even Captain's Courageous. Um, there's a, a film now um, being. Um, produced on the North Shore with Adam Sandler, and it's called Halloween, and we're, all of the cities up on the North Shore are getting a huge amount of um, film crew and opportunity to be part of that Netflix film. I think it's coming out in October of next year. So, so they're here during the, what, the fall? Are they here right now? They're here right now. They're in Marblehead uh, and Salem right now mm -hmm. filming. But those Halloween movies and films kind of yes. stay, stay constant so that you can come here in October or March and still want to see the Wicked Tuna Boat, so you want to see where... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the crow's nest is. So that, that really is a big drive for us. Mm -hmm. And making those connections um, between how it's an economic driver for, for more industries than just tourism, than just the tourism-based businesses. So one of the things that um, we talk about with our, our colleagues at the state often is that the fishing industry and the tourism industry and the artists in this community have co not only coexisted so well for so hundreds of years, almost 400 years, um, they really inspire each other. And we can't have one without the other. People mm -hmm. come to Gloucester because of its authenticity, because of our fishing industry, right. mm -hmm. because we have one of the oldest artist colonies in the country. Mm -hmm. So and we really need to share that message that this is, we, we all work together. We all benefit from this together. And, mm -hmm. um, and it drives us, and it works, like you said, with the film industry. Um, we all know that's a big piece of it as well. And, and people feel... All sorts of uh, businesses feel the impact of that. So making sure we share that story. So that's part of why I think we're all here tonight. Too. Yeah, so, I, and I wanted to touch on the story because for a, a long time the story has been, you know, the fishing industry or the, you know, the fishing story like you were just mentioning, Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, now it's Wicked Tuna, uh, you know, the perfect storm. But how do you grow the story based on these these groups here? There's, it's such a dynamic culture here. There's, it's a rich culture a historical culture. Um, how do we how do we expand that story in a way that is appealing to those from outside? You know, pulling in. Well, again, we, we've got to give a shout out to the whales. Yes, we do. <laughs> and that's all, right. And the technology and the maritime yeah. industry that's all uh, you know developing and, and and creating more interest in the area. 
Um, I think you've also the, the culture, the Gloucester stage, the um, Rockport's uh, Shaolin Lu, uh, sorry, Shaolin Lu, yeah. um, and you know other other places like that. Plus all the celebrations. Mm. You know, we I mean, know how to party. We, we, know, yeah. Yeah. we know how to party. party like a Gloucester party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the same, you know, with the, the um, St. Peter's and everything. Fiesta. So planning, planning things throughout the year. And um, now with the uh, River, River Fest, Fest coming yeah. to Gloucester Stage Park, that's going to be an exciting, you know, mm -hmm. another big influx of, of people mm -hmm. that, may, that may not be coming from 50 miles away, but again, coming from the region yeah. to spend the money, and they'll go out to dinner and, and you know, spend okay. on other things while they're here. And yeah. I will say, as I'm going to say, I'm probably the only, like, fourth-generation <laughs> Gloucester girl at this table, <laughs> <laughs> maybe fifth-generation. Um, I'm a Goulart and a Mero, a Machado, a Silvera, like... I yeah. think that we, in, in the difference between us and what other communities who have gentrified have done is we've done a very good job of preserving our culture. Exactly. It's been slow and steady and thoughtful growth. Mm -hmm. So when you come to Gloucester, like I said, my grandfather, I, I get a whole list of fishermen. Um, but when you come to Gloucester and what you experience when you're talking to somebody, like the extreme fishing um, initiative that's happening at Wheelhouse, right. co mm -hmm. Wheelhouse co-work space, like th that's a real fisherman that's right. doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like we're not. It's this is not. I love all of our film and stage mm -hmm. stuff, <laughs> but when you come here, if you're talking to a fisherman on the on the docks, yeah. he actually really is a fisherman. <laughs> like, and his grandfather probably made the nets. <laughs> I bring my dogs to the same fields, and like there are fishermen out there like drying nets on the same fields. I think we've done a very good job of when people come here and they experience Gloucester as a fishing community. What they're seeing is not, this is not stage play. Like, this is, right. we, we still are who we are. Okay, mm -hmm. exactly. So the summer seems to be more of the, you know, the ocean-based, um, uh, you know, um, visitors wanting to see either fishermen or visit the beaches, mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big Oops. pull. Um, Elizabeth, <coughs> did you want to say something? Um, uh, yes, but no, it went away. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one word, and uh, Elizabeth and I worked very closely on this, and Marie Santos from my team, uh, when we worked with Essex National Heritage on a new um, kiosk at Stage Fort Park, yep. they told us to choose a word, one word to describe Gloucester, and we, t we spent some time on it, and the word we came up with was authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think it gets to what we're all saying mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Our authenticity mm -hmm. is what brings people to Gloucester. Mm -hmm. and, and so we have yeah. to stay true to that, and we have to stay true to who we are to balance out the market. Is, is that what makes Gloucester enchanting? <laughs> I think enchanting is my favorite word that's come across. <laughs> I will tell a short story, and that is um, when we had the uh, cruise ships coming in, which they're coming back in September and October of this year, I was one of the welcome committees that were guiding people to experience um, some onshore activities. And um, several people came back with lots of shopping bags in their hand. Um, but specifically, couples came back saying, I just sat at a bar and I had the best lobster roll I've ever had in my lifetime, and I talked to a fisherman. And, <laughs> and, and that's, truly, that's a truly wonderful experience yeah. because visitors, travelers, are looking for that never before, you know, this, like the most unique and authentic way to, um, to travel, and they're going to tell that story to everybody they know. So yep. we do have that opportunity, and we do have that true life experience here. Totally that's great. That. So I'd like to ask, uh, maybe turn it, turn it in a different way, um, 
Well, not everything is seamless. And not everything is rosy. Come on. Um, everything's authentic, but um, what are the challenges? So there's roadblocks, uh, and I'm not talking about traffic here. But you know there are roadblocks to making it, it work here in Gloucester and for the Greater Cape Ann community. Um, what are some of those challenges uh, that are out there? Anybody? Destinations that have a lot of marketing dollars because we're all sort of seeking that 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 visitor, that traveler. Um, you know, being able to make sure that you're reaching that message and spending the proper amount of money to make sure that your message gets out there. Um, I think that's one of the challenges. So more money is that based on the city's budget? Or is this? I would say. I mean, that's just a combination of things. I think the state. We're all we've worked right. between the state Everybody and the city. It's that. it's hard to, and when you're looking at all of the responsibilities of state and city government, uh, when tourism stands up and raises their hand next to schools and police and fire and potholes and all of that, um, it's hard to make that a priority. But I think we've done a good job at it, of it, and I think the state is uh, has been doing a good job as well. And I think the advocacy end of it that. Uh, North of Boston really works on is, is important. Right. A challenge that I uh, that I hear about the most is hotels, the number of hotels, and um, and I think uh, Laura can speak to this too. Is there we we have a limited number of hotels, we have a limited number of beds. Um, we're very lucky to have an industry that works so well together, um, but we miss out on. And Jen and I have had this conversation. We miss out on some big conferences. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. We miss out on some, some wedding folks. guests because. There yep. may be a wedding that in, in Gloucester, but then they have to sprinkle their guests throughout. Um, when these film production crews come into yep. town, they rarely mm -hmm. stay in mm -hmm. the city of Gloucester yep. um, because they were staying in a business class hotel um, in Peabody or up the line somewhere. So yeah. that is the number one challenge, that feedback piece of information that I receive. Mm -hmm. I would like to chime in on the conference piece is because I was part of a big restaurant group, one of our biggest things was we had large function space off-season. Um, you can't have guests, even though we're 38 miles out of the city, you can't have guests come up here and have a corporate outing and have cocktails and have them drive back right. to Boston. Mm -hmm. So the selling point was I can, I can bring it to you for half the cost, but no director of events or HR is ever going to say, we will bless our employees having a fun day out and putting them in cars with alcohol. Mm. So, I mean, I will say the hotel has resolved a little bit of that, but it, it still is a bigger challenge mm -hmm. than... Sure. And in the wedding business, it, it is difficult. And, it, and it's a great business for the Beauport and other properties that can handle it and that want that kind of business. Mm. But there is a, a bit of a saturation point, too. I mean, you can only have so many weddings on a Saturday in right. July. Exactly. And that's why pushing the beauty of this place in the off-season, yep. in the shoulder season, so, and... Yep. and trying to get people to understand that that's a great time to come. Yep. That's mm -hmm. something. And, and I want to mention something, too, with, with struggles is as a DMO, as a group, we're sensitive also to residents. And pe I know re people out there watching <laughs> saying, we don't need any more people, keep them away. But we're, we're sensitive to that. I live downtown. And, and, <laughs> and, and we, we, we do want to make people understand that it's, it's an economic engine. Yep. And it's good for the city. It's good for the state. It generates a lot of money. So investing in tourism marketing brings back money to the city yep. and to the state. But we mm -hmm. are sensitive to, to bringing too many people and these traffic jams. And we, we try to help with mitigation ideas mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. So, Jill, I'm going to give you the last word because we only have a few <laughs> seconds left. Um, what's your hope 
I guess in the next you know three years of a goal that you might reach that's that's a reasonable goal for the tourism industry does it need to turn a corner in Gloucester that's quite a question uh, I would say we are we're, we're coming around that corner now I really I, I think my goal is to take that our message to that next step that Laura was just um, touching on is to really um, listen to our residents, hear from our residents, and also share our story with the residents and share the story of all of all the people sitting around this table who either make their living around it or not, um, or connected in some way to the tourism industry, and really start to connect those dots so that we can. I, because I always think information and education is is power, and I think if we help our residents um, understand what what kind of impact this has on our economy while also listening to them and, and addressing their concerns. I think that's the next hurdle. And mm -hmm. I think Laura alluded to, I feel like we're all rowing in the same direction now. Mm -hmm. uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and now it's time to share that story and the work that we're doing and, and bring everybody on board so that we can, um, so we can really enjoy it. And we can all, we can all enjoy the summer as much Great. as everyone else here. <laughs> Great. So Jill Cahill, Elizabeth Carey, Julie Cook, Jenna Marrow, and Laura Dow, thank you so much for this great conversation. And we'll hope to see you back here at some point. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in to Cape Ann Report. Check us out on our website and also social media. Until the next time, take care. <laughs>